This is 106.1 KALA-FM. I'm your host of Midweek Musings, Evie Breitbach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Midweek Musings. I'm your host, Evie Breitbach, a sophomore... Ooh, wait. Oh, my God. A junior student at SAU. I just realized I've been saying sophomore this whole season, but I am, in fact, a junior because I'm graduating in three years, so the more you know. (laughs) Um, Anyways, if you're new here, I'm excited for you to listen. This is a good episode to start with because we're actually going to be revisiting the very first topic I covered on this podcast, which is time. When I was planning this episode, I was looking ahead to the day it would air, which is February 28th, and seeing if there was anything relevant that was happening at the time. So, you know, there was nothing, of course, (laughs) Um, except I was like, oh, this will go up on the last day of February. Interesting. But no, it won't because 2024 is a leap year and February 29th is actually a day that we're having this year. So that's so cursed, but I love it. It had me thinking like the last time this happened, I was 15 and I remember sitting on a bus going to a show choir competition because we had one on the 29th. (laughs) And I remember um, taking a selfie on snapchat with the uh, leap year filter and then it said like another day and then i wrote of suffering (laughs) wow because i thought i had so many problems when i was 15 but anyways so that got me thinking about time and we're going to revisit the topic of time but this time with the this time (laughs) framed with the leap year in mind since we all know from my first time episode which i'm sure you've listened to if you're dedicated that time is just a construct If you haven't listened to my first episode about time, there's always time. (laughs) I need to be stopped. So you can do that or don't. Don't listen to it, in fact. I don't want you to. Anyways, let's get into the episode. So what is a leap year and why do we have it? You may be asking yourself. So for those of you who live under a rock, a leap year (laughs) happens every four years and um, happens to always be the years of a presidential election in the United States and the Summer Olympics. So a little fun fact. And every four years, we add an extra day to February. So instead of having 28 days, it has 29. And I only actually learned the real reason that we have a leap year embarrassingly recently. So if you're like me and you didn't know what it was until you were old, here it is. A calendar year is 365 days long. And these so-called common years loosely define the number of days it takes the Earth to complete one orbit around the sun. But 365 is actually a rounded number. It really takes Earth 365.24 days to orbit the sun, or 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 56 seconds. This sidereal year is slightly longer than the calendar year, and is, and the extra 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 56 seconds need to be accounted for somehow. If we don't account for the extra time, the seasons would begin to drift. And when I say that, I mean that eventually we would basically be like pushing back the seasons I think I can't remember if it's pushing back or like pulling forward I think it's pushing back because we have to add the day to like catch up with that extra bit that we rounded down yeah so like January would happen in February and February would happen in March and eventually January would become June it's just all would get messed up So by adding an extra day every four years, our calendar years stay adjusted to the sidereal year. And that's not quite right either, actually. 
like you would think adding one day every four years would fix it because it's 0.25 of a day, but no, actually. Rounding strikes again. By adding a leap day every four years, we actually make the calendar longer by over 44 minutes because remember, it's not exactly 365.25, it's 365.24. So we're actually adding an extra 44 minutes by adding a whole day, but it's not like you can add 23 hours and 16 minutes. You know, you have to just add a whole day. So it's a little bit off. And over those time, these extra 44 minutes would also cause the seasons to drift in our calendar. It would be very, very, very slight, but eventually it would get off. And for this reason, not every single four years is a leap year. The rule is that if a year is divisible by by 100, but not divisible by 400, the leap year is skipped. So you actually have to skip three leap years every 400 years. The year 2000 was a leap year, for example, but the year 1700, 1800, 1900 were not. And the next time a leap year will be skipped is 2100. So hopefully in my lifetime, if I make it. But why do we call it a leap year? Well, a common year is 52 weeks and one day long. And that means if your birthday were to occur on a Monday one year, the next year it would occur on a Tuesday because of that extra day. However, the addition of February 29th during a leap year means that your birthday would leap over a day. So for example, my birthday was on a Tuesday in 2023. So in 2024, it should be occurring on a Wednesday because everything gets pushed back one day. But instead, it will occur on a Thursday. And obviously, that doesn't go for just our birthdays, but it goes for every every day. So like Christmas, I think this year was on a Monday. So next year, it'll be on a Wednesday, which is the ideal day to have Christmas on because if you're in school, you get the two days before Christmas off usually. So that means you get the weekend. So you'd get four days before Christmas and then Christmas and New Year's are always on the same days of the week. So you would get New Year's off on a Wednesday and ooh, I was going to say you'd get the second off, but to I think my siblings went back to school on the second this year. So I don't know, but it's the best day to have Christmas on. So, so we've kind of covered now what a leap year is, but like, how did we get here? How had just I have so many questions still and why is it February and also why does February only have 28 days to begin with we you know I've been wondering that for a long time and I don't know if we'll even get the answer today but it's just some food for thought but with that it's time for our favorite segment it's time for a little bit of history throughout all of human history different cultures have tried to make calendars and most of the time, they are imperfect, and some more than others. For starters, the Sumerians, who lived about 5,000 years ago in what is now Iraq and Kuwait, divided the year into 12 months of 30 days each, which made their 360-day year a week shorter than Earth's yearly journey around the sun. When the Egyptians adopted this calendar, they solved the problem by adding five days of parties at the end of the year which I'm here for. <laughs> to be honest, I'm. we basically have that already with Christmas and New Year's Eve. Like, everyone knows that joke about, like, the week between um, those two holidays. It's just, like, cheese and not knowing what day it is. So, we pretty much have that. But, yeah. Earlier Egyptians, before 3100 BC and other cultures from places like ancient China and Rome used lunar calendars. They tracked the month by how long it took the moon to orbit Earth. But lunar months are only 29.5 days. 
So lunar years only last about 354 days, and that causes an 11-day gap between the calendar and the seasons. Fun fact is that even today, some countries like Saudi Arabia and Syria still use a lunar calendar. And while China does use, like, the modern calendar, like the one that America uses in most of the Western world for official purposes, China also uses a lunar solar calendar, which tracks both the moon's orbit around Earth and the Earth's orbit, orbit around Sun. And that's why Chinese New Year celebrations can start in late January or early February, even though the official calendar starts on January 1st. And that's kind of crazy to think about that, like, other places around the world use different calendars than us. Because it's so easy to get into the mindset of, like, the Western world being the standard and kind of not really knowing what other countries do. I feel, I just feel like I don't know much about the world other than Western culture. And I don't know if that's my fault or the society's fault. And probably both. Because if I really wanted, I could do my, do my research. Like, like how I'm doing my research right now. So maybe coming up, we'll have an episode about, I don't know, Westernism, but the opposite. I digress. By sometime in the third century, so the 200s, (laughs) these ancient societies started to figure calendars out, and Egypt had actually perfected their 365-day calendar by adding a leap year every four days to correct their shifting seasons. Meanwhile, the Romans were not doing so hot in the time department. The small difference between 365.25 and 365.24 made each calendar year about 11 minutes shorter than the seasonal calendar, so their calendar was an entire day short every 128 years. So fast forward to the 1500s and major dates and holidays have shifted by 10 days. To combat this, Pope Gregory the 13th, I think, X-I-I-I, that'd be 13. He unveiled his own Gregorian calendar in 1582, and that year he dropped 10 days from the month of October to sync things back up. October had 21 days, that's kind of (laughs) crazy. But he also developed a new leap year system that used the solar year of 365.2422 days, and that added one leap year, one leap day every four years, but dropped three leap days every 400 years to keep the calendars from drifting. And that's the part that people always forget, is that to keep it even, you have to drop the three leap years every 400 years. And like I mentioned earlier, 2100 is going to be the next leap year that we skip. And I really just, I really want to make it to that year because I've always, my goal, (laughs) and I know I don't have control over it, you know, 100%, but my goal is to make it to the turn of the century because I just, personal goal of mine, I want to be 100. And I was born in 2004, so... That'd be pretty close, you know, 2104. I think I got it. I'm in perfect health. (laughs) Anyways, so even still, this Gregorian system with the solar year is not perfect. And the calendar actually drifts by 30 seconds every year. In 3,000 years, it will be off by a day. (laughs) So with everything getting reset in like the 1500s, it'll be about... 4,500 before it's off by a day. And honestly, I think that's fine. I think it's probably fine to just let that go. And then another 1,500, or sorry, another 3,000 years it goes off by another day. Are humans even going to be around by then? I don't know. So, you know, they'll probably, either they will have outgrown the need for a calendar 
come up with a different calendar or we'll be extinct. I think it's fine. So all that was a very straightforward, like, information. And I think this is not quite confusing enough. So let's muse, shall we? This all makes me think of my first... Sorry for that loud exhalation onto the microphone. This all makes me think of my very first episode I did in which I was thinking very existentially about time. It is, it's weird because we invented it and discovered it. Like it really, it does take time for the earth to go around the sun. And clearly this episode proves that because of the amount of work that people have done on the calendar and trying to make sure it stays correct. But at the same time, (laughs) time, is any of that real? Because what is time? Like it's all, all of this, all of this is just made up ways to measure that inexplicable quality. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. All I know is that my brain is going a hundred miles per hour and I don't know how to vocalize anything that I'm thinking. I should go back and listen to my own episode about time because I think I need a refresher. I think I need that same existential feeling what am i saying that same existential mindset again maybe i just need to wait for daylight savings time to come around again because last year it messed me up i was like up late several nights in a row thinking about time and i was like what's the point everything's fake this is all just like i was like (laughs) i was in my feels about daylight savings time my life is very sad apparently (laughs) But anyways, let's do some fun facts about leap years. For one, leap year babies are called leapers or leaplings, which is so cute. I think I, I'm pretty sure I know somebody. I think one of my sister's friends was a leap year baby. So I guess she's only like, what, four years old right now? (laughs) She'll turn five this year, maybe. I don't know. That's kind of funny. I also might have totally made that up, but I'm pretty sure I know somebody like that. And okay, next fact. February 29th has traditionally been a day on which women were allowed to propose to men, which sounds kind of outdated now, but cool. (laughs) Next fact. Some cultures consider February 29th an unlucky day. In Italy, people say, oh boy, (laughs) anno, biesto, anno, funesto. (laughs) Please don't come for me which translates as leap year doom year in some countries like greece people warn against planning weddings during leap years i feel like that's a little far because that's like one out of every four years people aren't allowed to get married the poor wedding venues are just probably struggling so much right now i personally don't have anything against leap years i think it's just fun little quirk i just i love that it happens on presidential election years as well as when summer olympic years because the summer olympics are the best and i am pretty much glued to the tv for two weeks in the summer every four years like no blinking just gymnastics swimming and track i don't really care about most of the rest of it you give me some good like gymnastics on the tv i'll shut up and watch <laughs> Um, okay, anyways, 
February 29th is not really a legal day, and most companies don't recognize leap day as a valid day, which they means leap babies oftentimes have to choose February 28th or March 1st as their official birthday. That's kind of crazy. But I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Because, like, people who are born on February 29th still are as old as they are. Like, you're still... An entire year is still passing every year. You just, you know, aren't... The actual day isn't. Because <laughs> that's just the way time works. Fact number six. Lots of people work for free on February 29th because most employees who are paid fixed monthly incomes don't have that additional day calculated in. So they actually are working for free. So this is your sign if you're a fixed wage employee. Don't go to work on February 29th unless you're getting paid for it. <laughs> I think I'll get paid for it, right? <laughs> Carol, am I going to get paid? Just kidding. I know I will because I'm hourly. Boom. And the last fact I have for you, there are two leap year capitals of the world. If you want to celebrate this special day in a big way, head to Texas or New Mexico because apparently... Apparently, Anthony, Texas and Anthony, New Mexico both claim to be the leap year capital of the world because they have lavish multi-day celebrations every leap day. Crazy. I think that'd be pretty interesting. I don't know what a leap year, like leap day celebration would look like, but sounds like my my type of beat. (laughs) So anyways, that was a pretty interesting topic and I'm glad that... I'm glad that I keep finding like actually relevant things to talk about on this podcast because eventually I'm probably going to run out of ideas. But for now, it is time to end the episode with that. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, midweek.musings. I will not be disclosing my personal Instagram on this. I know you wanted to hear it. Thank you all so much for listening and I will see you next time on Midweek Musings. Midweek Musings airs at 6.30 every Wednesday night on 106.1 FM in the Quad Cities area, but you can also find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts.